Welcome to Real Estate Investing Abundance, the show for busy, fulfilled professionals like you to learn how to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Now, here is your host, Dr. Alan Lomax. Hello, enlightened investors. I'm so glad to be back with you again today as we look at how it is that we can revive our dead leads to double our revenue. Chris Craddock is a nationally certified life coach in leadership, and he is a top real estate professional who typically closes 30 to 65 deals a month. Chris is the host of the Uncommon Real Estate Podcast. He's a realtor, an entrepreneur who runs multiple successful businesses in the Washington, D.C. and Richmond, Virginia areas. And he consistently brings to closing more than $10 million in revenue each and every year. So, Chris, so happy to have you with us today and take us into the conversation by sharing a memorable experience from your formative years. Yeah, so I guess what I'll just share is when I first got into real estate, how I got into it. My, uh, my wife got pregnant 2003, and I was working for an organization called Young Life, making very little money at about twenty to 25000 a year in the D.C. area. And so she was going to stay home and raise the kids. And when we decided we were going to try to live, you just can't live in the D.C. area on $25,000 a year. And so- No way. Yeah. So I just went to the library and checked out every book I could on real estate investing. And I mean, just- not knowing hardly anything, just started knocking on doors of distressed properties and somehow made 12 times what I made in a year in about four months and realized, wow, this is, uh, you know, this is something that, that you can get back into. Now I continue doing, I use that money and continue to do a ministry and then actually didn't go all in on real estate until much later. But you real, I realized like how powerful real estate is to uh, really change your life and change your financial future. Well, that's an amazing uh, story. Just uh, starting out from scratch with, with apparently, I guess, no previous uh, connections with the real estate world or with people who were in real estate and uh, reading a few books and then just going out and starting to knock on doors. That is that is amazing. Well, you have come a long ways since then uh, and uh, have, I'm sure, some amazing stories to tell us about. But let's get into this aspect of dead leads. And first of all, just define for us what you define as a dead lead and, uh, and then take us into how it is we can use our dead leads to double our revenues. Well, I mean, here's what I would just say is if, uh, you know, depending on who you are, if you are somebody who is an, who's an investor and goes direct to sellers to market, that is what, what it means, right? You, you send, you, you pay for a pay-per-click campaign, you send out direct mail. And, and if you are not in the real estate space and wanting to get into that, I mean, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to send you some done for you services where you can, they'll get you in front of. Uh, sellers that want to sell at a at a discount or sell cash, and so that's the real key here is for those that are marketing to sellers, you'll get a lot of people. You will get people that want to sell for sixty five cents on the dollar, but what about the people that want to sell ninety ninety five cents on the dollar? How do you how do you do something with those? And that's where I think uh, real estate is just such a powerful tool. Having a real estate license, you know, is is a powerful tool. Even if you're a doctor, a lawyer, or something else, you know, you get somebody in your your family to have a real estate license, you can do a lot with that. And you know, really, I mean, it's it's just 
really crazy because uh, at that point, if you market directly to seller and they don't want to take your, uh, your number and you can legitimately, you know, just list their property. And you think about it, like an average, average property is 400,000. You make 12,000 bucks a pop on each one. It pays for your marketing and it allows you to get in front of sellers that, you know, that, that want to sell at a massive discount. Well, uh, well, take us through some specifics in here and how you work this and how, uh, and actually, how did you get into actually looking at this aspect of really reviving uh, the dead leads? Yeah, absolutely. So what I found is that if, if you solve everybody else's problems, you can make a lot of money, right? The people that, that make the most money are the ones that solve the most problems. Uh, as we were headed into this recession, which I just heard as of today, it's officially not a recession. So whatever that, that means. Um, but um, as we were heading into this, you know, I've got a number of coaches and mentors in my own life. And one of them said to me, he said, essentially, think about it. You know, if you have a headache, it's really, really bad for you, but it's really good for Tylenol, right? And so, <laughs> so uh, the whole idea is when there's a problem, when there's pain, if you can solve that pain, you can make a lot of money. You think about a doctor, right? Like, what do they do? They, they diagnose a problem. They solve the problem, they write a prescription and they get paid, you know, they're, you know, they're one of the higher income, you know, earners in the country, but they get paid for all of that because they solve people's problems. Now let's move to real estate. And what we see is that there's investors left and right. There's investors everywhere and they only know how to, they know they typically are, are getting these leads of people and then flipping or wholesaling, uh, getting rid of these, these, these deals and making money on them when they want to sell at a massive discount. But then these lead, there's all these people that still want to sell, but they want to sell at, at market value. And, you know, the reality is you're in front of these people. You have all these people that raise their hand and says, I want to sell my house. Now you're able to sell their house, solve the problem and really go after it. And so that's what I think is a, a big problem with real estate investors is, They've got one tool, right? Like if you, all you've got is a hammer, everything's a nail. They've got one tool and uh, that one tool is I can buy at a discount cash. But if instead they say, you know, what's your problem? Your problem is you need to sell, but you don't have to sell really fast or you don't have to sell at a discount or you don't have to sell, you know, for whatever reason, you know, where you're, where you're selling really cheap, then you can help them sell their property and just make money on a, on a listing. Yeah. Okay. So just have multiple ways uh, to look at uh, these various different things. You had uh, mentioned that there were a number of different uh, tools that are available from uh, direct marketing to, to uh, phone calls and so on and so forth. And you said you would be happy to share some of those. So what are some of those Yeah, tools? I mean, anybody who wants to reach out. So um, there's a couple different, and, and I'll give you all my my info so my, my marketing team can put you in touch with the right people. But uh, yeah, we we have a company that we use for direct mail. It's it's a uh, done-for-you service where they, they pull a list, a specialized list of uh, people that are likely to sell, and they they mail to those people for you. And, and, and you have like four different campaigns that they'll send for you. So that's one. There's a pay-per-click campaign you just there's a company that that does that and then there's i, I guess there's four different companies that w you just pay by the lead some of them are, are as cheap as like 40 dollars a lead and uh some of them are a little bit more expensive like 350 400 a lead but all of them you know we closed at a high level and if you reach out just my instagram is at crad rock an old cheesy nickname c-r-a-d-d-r-o-c-k um i'd be happy to get my uh, marketing person to just put you in touch with the person at each one of those companies, you know, anybody that's interested in that, 
um, I'm happy to give you a, give you own, just open the playbook. Uh, totally. I just, I personally, thankfully I'm, uh, I'm removed enough that I don't personally work on the day to day of those. I just look at the numbers. I look at the ROI of it. So yeah, if, if anybody reaches out, I'll just, I'll get Jen to just put you in touch with the, the companies and, you know, get you set up. So most investors have tried referring their dead leads to agents, but it doesn't bring uh, revenues back to them. If they're not uh, realtors, how can they take advantage of this? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple different ways they can do it. You know, in some states, you're allowed to have, you know, agents are allowed to pay you for your lead, not for the closed transaction. They're allowed to pay a marketing fee for the leads. So there's ways that they can get paid. You just have to be compliant on it. You know, you check your states. Each state, lots of states are different. So you're going to have to check your state's rules and regulations. But I, I do believe that the the easiest way to do it is to get a real estate license because then any state you can you can just monetize it, whether it's you or get a referral fee. Um, but then other than that, you're going to have to check your state, state by state. I don't want to make any, uh, but you know, there's 50 different states with all their different rules. And right. get, yeah. So I just want to make yeah. sure that I don't say anything that's, not true for any particular <laughs> state and lead somebody astray. Yeah, it does vary uh, from state to state. But I think most people can uh, pay for leads. They, in many states, and I think uh, it certainly is that way in North Carolina, you can't pay what are considered to be people who are, you can't pay them a portion of your commission. You can't pay them a referral fee, but you can pay directly for for actual uh, leads. Um, and as if, if it just ends right there. And that would be a set price for a lead rather than a percentage of a cost. So, but yeah. it varies from state to state tremendously. Right. Right. So, yeah. And, and I know you said that a lot of your, a lot of your listeners are people that have cash that are looking for the best and wisest way to invest their cash. Is that correct? Correct. Uh -huh. Yeah. I'd love to ch just chat a little bit about that if, if you're okay with that. Sure. Go ahead. Cool. Uh, you know, for me, one of the things that I see is the problem most, you know, Robert Kiyosaki in his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad talks about one of the first rules is, is to learn how to not trade time for dollars. Right. And I think that's the biggest problem for people in real estate, whether you're flipping houses or whether you're a real estate agent, whether you're a doctor, lawyer, CPA, whatever you are, most people will just trade their time for dollars, right? Well, you know, I talk about what it is to build wealth all the time. It's one of my favorite topics, you know, and, and the way that I describe wealth is when your money works harder than you work, right? Like if you go on vacation, does your income go on vacation? You know, and, and if it's only, it only keeps bringing income as long as you have PTO, then, you know, you have a job, right? Like that's, that's just it. And so, how do you build wealth? And in my opinion, the best way to do that is through real estate. You know, there's a book called Tax-Free Wealth. And uh, essentially, you can buy properties. You'll get tax benefits. Like, I mean, just the whole world opens up to you if you can save a massive amount of money on taxes. All of a sudden, a very pedestrian investment becomes a stellar investment if you can save 25% of what you just spent on taxes. So I, I that's that's where I think just learning to invest in real estate is one of the most important keys there. I've got, I mean, heck, this is one of these things. I've got eight real estate agents that are clients of mine because they always are looking for investor investments. And, you know, that's just what, you know, I've learned how to do. I'm like, man, if you can find the deal, you, you can help anybody. You can make a lot of money. So that's what I just specialized in my whole career is finding the deal so I can help people, you know, make a lot of money by buying real estate. 
Yeah, sounds interesting. So you say you have cracked the code on converting uh, these dead leads to listings. Uh, talk to us more about that code that you have cracked. Yeah, absolutely. So here's the issue. Most of the time, like investors have tried this forever saying, oh yeah, well, I got sellers that want to sell and I, I, uh, I know a realtor, so I'll send a realtor out. Well, everybody's realtor, everybody's brother's uncle is a realtor, right? They like, they're a termite you know, remediation guy and they're a realtor, right? They yes, exactly. Yeah. And so, so with that said, you need to go in understanding that these people were looking for a cash offer. You set people up, you, you set them up so that the agent goes in and can offer a cash offer because that's what the seller wants. But you also need to know that these people do not want to talk to a realtor. So if you say, Hey, I can give you a cash offer, but let me break out my listing presentation and talk to you like a realtor. The sellers are like, no, my, my brother's uncle's an agent. Like, I don't need to talk to you. And so that's where the agent needs to be able to have a script and a dialogue with that seller to speak to their pain, right? Their pain, the reason they're talking to an investor is because they want it easy and smooth. So when I traded in my, uh, my last car to, to get my truck, you know, I knew I could have made like 2,500, maybe even up to five grand more if I sold my, my car on Craigslist. But I just didn't want people coming over to my house, like, the hassle of everything, all that. I just was like, you know what? I just want to trade this in. I want ease and convenience. That's what, and certainty. Like, I just want to be done with it. Uh, that was more important to me than making actually 2,500 to five grand on the car. And, you know, that's, that's what we got to understand. People that want to talk to investors are not always looking for the highest price. They're looking for ease and convenience. And so there certainly are a number of ways to make that easy and convenient. So tell us about some of the ways and means you go about making that easy for the seller. Sure. We offer to do a strategic investor open house where maybe people don't want, you know, a, a thousand people coming through their house all the time. So we say, hey, on Saturday and Sunday, we're going to have two hours open on Saturday, two hours open on Sunday, but no showings other than that for you, right? Like, let's make it easy. The other one is, you know, maybe they're hoarders, right? And they, their outside looks okay, but they're embarrassed of what it looks like on the inside. Hey, you know what? We're not going to put many pictures up. We're just going to post it and we're going to bring people in and, you know, your neighbors won't see the inside of your house or, or we'll do appointment only. And then you can decide whether you want to, to approve or deny so that you can have your privacy here. So those are just a couple options. Uh, others are, um, at, you know, we've gotten very good at selling as-is properties uh, because a lot of times people don't want to fix properties up. And so they're willing to take a discount, maybe not a massive discount, but a discount to sell as-is. So we, we work to negotiate, how do you list, how do you list on the property? If you want to sell as-is properties for sellers, you got to price it just like below market value. You got to get to a place where you're going to get more than one offer, and then you can negotiate with the seller. Ronald Reagan said, always negotiate from strength. This is one of those things where if you negotiate from weakness, you're not going to be able to get the seller what they want, which is an easy as is sale. But if you negotiate from strength, hey, we've got three other offers. We don't have to choose yours. Then they'll say, you know what? All right. How about this? We, we adjust the price a little bit, and then we'll just take it as is. I mean, that's that's how you do for the sellers what they want done for them, which is give them ease, give them certainty, give them convenience. Well, Chris, in your real estate uh, experiences, uh, you began in 2005. Just think back over these, these last almost uh, coming up on 20 years here, I guess 18 at this point in time, but getting close to, or 17. 
at any rate, uh, what was your most difficult setback, and how did you come through that uh, time, and what did you learn from that? Yeah. You know, one of the things Jim Collins says in his book, Good to Great, is, uh, or sorry, How the Mighty Fall, is, you know, there's a couple reasons why they fall. You know, one is the hubris born of success. And so when I was flipping a lot of properties, when I got back into real estate, um, I had a lot of success early on, and then I had I had a lot of success when I got back in. And so then I just bought it gobbled up as much as I possibly could. And I ended up getting stuck where I had so much inventory I couldn't flip. I had $150,000 in overhead, and I didn't have a flip that I could get through fast enough. And so I had to, I mean, I literally had to get so creative to sell some of these properties. And, and we ended up taking a massive loss on it, which is something else. If you, if you, one of my uh, mentors says, you never trust somebody who doesn't walk with a limp, you know? And so <laughs> that was one of those times we took a massive loss. And I learned, you know, just because you have success once, just because you have success twice, doesn't mean you can just all of a sudden go all in, all in. You need to continue to ramp up and uh, do it in a way that that your organization can can sustain. You know, I heard another mentor say, you know, very few businesses die from starvation a lot, but a ton of them die from uh, indigestion. They can't eat as much <laughs> as uh, as they're trying to take on. Yeah. That does make sense. Well, thank you, Chris, for being with us today. And uh, Enlightened Investors, pleasure being with you once again. I look forward to being with you in our next episode. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Investing Abundance, brought to you by Steve Talker Capital, a company working for passionate professionals like you to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. As part of our efforts to make the world a better place, Steve Talker Capital contributes to activities and organizations committed to better understand the equine. These endeavors attempt to enhance the human treatment of horses worldwide. Steve Talker Capital, working for a world where all creatures, great and small, flourish abundantly. For resources to develop your financial independence, connect with us at stevetalker.com.